May I speak to the glory of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Seek the Lord and live. Seek good and not evil. Hate evil and love good. Establish justice. So we heard God's word through the prophet Amos in today's first reading. That's easy, people might say, doing those things. But often it is easy to slip away from this, focusing on all kinds of things that gradually lead us away from good, away from God. In this morning's Gospel reading, we see this conflict being played out. The well-off man being told that the reality of following Jesus, a reality of no longer being able to focus on getting more and more wealthy, or getting more and more gadgets, or more and more cars, you get the idea. To follow Jesus means a change of mindset, a change of priority. It goes on to the absurd comparison. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a wealthy person to enter the kingdom of God. Is it all impossible then? That's not what Jesus says. Because he qualifies it afterwards. For mortals, it is impossible to be saved. But for God, all things are possible. So it is not a case of keeping possessions and being kept out of God's kingdom. Nor is it a question of giving away everything and being guaranteed to enter God's kingdom. Because in the end it is up to God. It is a free gift, not something which we have earned. So we have to balance the demands of possessions and poverty in one way or another. Someone who gave away absolutely everything, leaving their family starving and destitute, I suspect wouldn't really be seeking to do good, or the family wouldn't think so anyway. On the other hand, someone who had gained much wealth and was using it to do much good in the world probably would be seeking to do good and not evil assuming they hadn't been exploiting people left, right and centre to get that wealth in the first place. It is a balance between giving everything away and becoming destitute and collecting, hoarding even, everything for a rainy day or to celebrate how much we have. Both in their own way are not particularly helpful or healthy. If we focus instead on seeking to do good and not evil in every part of our lives, our focus comes instead towards God and towards the rest of creation. And then we move back to how we use what we do have. Gifts, talents, possessions, money. 
gifts from God to be used in God's service. Towards the end of each year at Vale Church, we have a gift day. This year is no exception, and it will be on, on Sunday, the 31st of October, when we celebrate the Feast of All Saints. We cannot deny we are facing a period of uncertainty here at the Vale, with Natalie, Bridget and I moving off to a new post in Wales. At the same time though, a time, a period of vacancy is a time when we can be exploring things, discovering things, dreaming things about how God calls us to be the church here. How do we want the church of Jesus Christ to grow here in the veil? That, of course, assumes that we do want the church here in the veil to grow. What are our dreams about the future of this church, of this worshipping community, of the kingdom of God here in the parish of the veil? And alongside that, what could you in particular offer in this season and the next? What gifts, talents, resources, possessions, money do you have that you could offer for the mission of God here? It might be small things. Cleaning the altar linen. Joining the coffee rotor. Becoming an altar server. Reading the lesson. Joining the choir, leading into sessions, becoming a sidesman, assisting Steve with the finances, helping out with computer issues after I've gone and working out quite what I've done to all things technology. It might be bigger things. You might suddenly start thinking, well, is God calling me to explore some kind of authorized ministry? Something that's been nagging in the back of my mind for ages. But now it feels right to say, yeah, you know what, God's up to something. A reader. Or even a priest. If that is the case, it's worth having a conversation with me soonish so we can start exploring that more. On the other hand, there might be something financial you could offer. Could you sign up for regular giving by standing order so that we can predict income more easily? Or if you are giving by standing order, is the amount you're giving right for this new season? Could you add a legacy into your will for the Vale Church for after you've gone? Not that we want you to go, of course, but when that does happen. Could you fill in a tax form if you gave over £500 last year? Could you give generously at the gift day? It could be so many more things I've not mentioned. So many things that happened that I've not even thought about. This is not a sermon asking for money. Or it's not intended to be just that anyway. Rather, I'm just suggesting that we all examine our lives, our focus, our priorities. 
And as I prepare to pack up everything to ship it across, uh, across the sea and unload somewhere else, it opens up quite a few questions for me too. How do we live our lives? How do we relate to those we don't get on with too well? How do we welcome, celebrate and affirm those who are different? How do we use our gifts, our talents, our resources, our possessions, our money? None of these questions earn us entry into the kingdom of God. None of our answers will qualify us or anyone else for entry. Because in the end, it is God's invitation to us, freely given. If only we accept that call from Jesus Christ and say yes. To do that, we must surely examine who we are, what our priorities are, how we make our decisions, how we live our lives, how we use the blessings and gifts that God has given us. And we go back to that challenge from God through the prophet Amos. Seek the Lord and live. Seek good and not evil. Hate evil and love good. Establish justice. Let us focus on those and so see our lives and the lives of others transformed. And so may we use what we have in God's service. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.